Okay, so welcome back to another episode of Same Crap Different Day. Well, we back. Mm-hmm. Back in the house and trying some new stuff, so just kind of bad with us. <clears throat> Hopefully I don't get fussed at this week. Why <laughs> would you get fussed at? I shouldn't have to ask that question. Y'all know. Y'all know. You know what's funny? He ain't never look at the mic when we had the real mic. <laughs> no one looked at the mic. Because I, I don't want to get fussed at today. <laughs> <laughs> Loud and proud, you loud and proud and clear, so you can just talk in your normal voice because we got a new mic. So, mm-hmm. so what's going on? How was your week? Your week was fine, nothing exciting, nothing exciting. Okay, you don't want I'm tired, school killing me already. Well, I mean, there were some exciting things, but they weren't, you know, exciting for me, they was exciting for other people. Stop <laughs> <laughs> the conversation. <laughs> yeah, we ain't gonna talk about the damn time. <laughs> <laughs> They have drained me. So, um, let's go ahead and get into it. So, today we are going to continue on our conversation we were having about relationships. Mm-hmm. So, last week we talked about what makes a relationship or what we, what what makes a relationship or a person because different people see relationships as different things. Mm-hmm. So, I did a little bit of research beforehand. So, we talked, so let's talk about different types of relationships. Mm-hmm. So in my little bit of itty bitty bit of research, I found out there are about eight different types of relationships that people have, uh, and we're gonna go through them uh, one by one. So, what? Well, I just feel like I haven't studied, but go ahead. If there's no quiz at the end of the day, so you know. <laughs> that's what I feel like. I mean, maybe that may be something. Maybe that be something that I don't cover. So the first one we're going to cover is one that everybody knows, everybody strives for, and that's a monogamous relationship. Mm-hmm. So um, the definition of a monogamous relationship is um, where is it? Uh, a relationship in which people uh, have only physical and emotional ties to that other person in the relationship. So, no tipping out, none of this, none of that. So, it's both physical and emotional. Physical and emotional. To be a monogamous relationship. Right. So, you don't have to be married. You don't have to be married, no. Marriage has got to be having sex and... Or, and, or, because you don't have to be doing both of them. Well, okay, so wait a minute. Read that definition again for the Oh, you're right. My bad, my bad, my bad, yeah. All right, so <laughs> in order for you to be in a monogamous relationship, you have to have their mind and their body all to yourself. But, so, you know my thoughts on that. Like, that's kind of hard for most people. And people will say it's easy, but our divorce rate in the United States is over 50%. But... I'm with you, but we ain't talking about it. We just saying what it is. What do you mean? Okay, I want to talk about it too. No, okay. Well, you know, there are people that have a monogamous relationship. They got that one person. And, you know, you're not, that's not to say that you're not going to find anybody else attractive or, you know, you might not have really good conversation with somebody else, but, you know, you don't go past that. Right. This is the one I'm going home to. He's not saying you can't have connections with anybody else. Right. 
But you know, as my mom would say, you can look, but you ain't you, you know, can't touch. Can't don't touch. I can look all day, but as long as I don't touch. Right. And that's just human. And if we don't feel some type, if you don't feel some type of way about somebody else, then you know, when you see them, you got you can say they're cute, <laughs> they're sick. That's why there's porn. But that's the, but see, my my experience with that with people is is that when they're in quote unquote monogamous relationship, like they don't. Imagine you walking to your girl and you saying, yeah. "Well, and I did," and you say, "Oh, they might have a good pussy." Anyway, and you say, <laughs> and you say, "Oh, she's really pretty. Uh, she fine. What you think your girl gonna do?" She, my girl gonna say she she is fine. You know, only because like we we had these conversations, like we talked about it. You know, so it's almost like what Derek said. You know, you can look. But when you touch, that's where the problems mm, yeah. arise. But I know people who don't do, like, if right. you say something, even act like. And I think that depends on the relationship. If you've right. already had some type of thoughts or maybe had infidelities before, or they just not confident in themselves, yeah. that's when you're going to get that issue. I, I can, you know, even I base a lot of relationships off my parents because I say my dad is a good one to be with my mom. Yes. But <laughs> I love to deal with but you know, uh, but you know, he could say to her, you know, it, it, I know somebody that's told somebody else they like the dress on another woman, right. and she got mad because you know you looking at her. But hey, I'm saying that dress would look good on you, right? right. But for my daddy, he goes, well, if he said that to my mom, well, you need to go buy it then. She gonna go ask her where she got it from. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it's you know how you feel about yourself and the your the. What kind of uh, ground your relationship built up? And you know, maybe that maybe that's how we can like end this this series, or maybe even end today talking about people's readiness for relationships. Because right. a lot of times people think they're relate they're ready right. and they aren't. Right. And you know, you aren't. If shit like that bothers you, like right. if you bother by that, then mm-hmm. you definitely not ready for a real relationship. That's like what I'm the, saying. You know, Derek brought up a good point saying about what you're ready for, what you grounded mm-hmm. for, because. If if something like that is gonna make you insecure, then yeah, you you in a whole nother you, you yeah. wrong. You got a problem. Maybe you got bigger issues. Like the little video I tagged y'all in on Facebook, and it was like you know the um a lot of people get into a relationship to make themselves whole, right? But Ooh. that's not a reason to be in a relationship. You need to be already be your whole self. I don't want to add my half. To, I don't want to add my all to your half. Basically, and then I don't want you to put what you. I, I need my own already. I don't right. want to have to give you yours back. It might be tainted. <laughs> <laughs> what? You need the Lord Jesus. I got him. What red? So. So that's a monogamous relationship. And okay. again, with a monogamous relationship, the the love aspect is there. So then we have next is a polyamorous relationship. Polyamorous. Yeah. Poly meaning many, amorous meaning love. Mm-hmm. And it's just that, like love between multiple people. Yeah. Now so what kind of love is this? Because you know when we're not romantic really, love. We're talking about romantic it's romantic. romantic. Being romantically involved. No, like really, you know how we joke about the throuple? Mm-hmm. Like the actual throuple where there are actually three people co-existing in this relationship. So this is a both sexual and a emotional emotional relationship. Yes, yes, you are in love with both of those people. Mm-hmm. You know, they got TV shows about stuff like this too. I try not to watch reality shows because it's interesting. Mine, right? <laughs> I, and I'm pretty sure that will be interesting, but... Yeah. 
if it's a reality show, I might watch a documentary on it. Or I might watch like a article on something like that. I don't know if 2020 can still come on or some shit like that, but I'm not going to watch a reality show. I think right. most of it's not real. I've watched Blue Planet last night. Blue Planet. Mm-hmm. It come on the BBC. It was about the ocean and the water of the world. Yeah, they got to do it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's reality television on a different level. On a different level. <laughs> on, on a different level because the animals can't fake break for the folks. But, um, so, so, like, I don't. I guess it's different for different people. Like, I don't know if I could actually be in love with two different people. I I could love two different people, yeah. but like being in love, like being in love with one person is hard enough. So did we have we ever talked about on the show with my ideal relationship? Yes, we with had. Them? You were definitely yeah. into polyamory. So you know that would be. I guess. Oh wait, wait let's go back for the people people who just joining us. <laughs> Um, Derek, uh, Derek's per- perfect relationship would involve a man and a woman. A bisexual couple. Yeah. Yes. And it's kind of selfish on my part. I know, because I want to bitches send you on <laughs> where you, you know, y'all go and do what y'all gonna do when y'all get on my nerves. So I can deal with both of y'all. I can deal with one of y'all. But the thing is, I guess it would be hard because I would have to like both of them. Yeah, you have enough trouble just like one person. Oh, Lord. You don't like too many people. I don't. Ooh, I don't. I don't. I'm working on it, Lord. I'm working on it. Ooh, I'm working on it. But people crazy. Y'all crazy. So, they are crazy. (laughs) But, you know, for people who, and I I know people who are in polyamorous relationships. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know, actually, I got two friends who are in polyamorous relationships. And one of them is two girls and a guy. Mm-hmm. And one of them is actually three guys. Mm-hmm. But we all greedy anyway. But you know, <laughs> it's it's just one of those things where, and again, I'm like this. If you like it, I love it because I can't live for you, and I ain't finna try to do all that. But for me personally, it because like what when I'm in love with somebody, like for me, that just it's a whole different, it's a whole different level of being and a, a different state of mind. Like, when you're in love with someone, it doesn't necessarily matter what they look like. It doesn't matter what they got. As long as they're not an evil person being a dick to you. But, I mean, for me, being in love with someone means that they have everything that I have and I want it to be theirs. Right. You know, whether we're together. It's almost like having that, that whole soulmate conversation. Right. So, I wouldn't do well in a polyamorous relationship. Mm. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think I could do it either. Like I say, I look at it being in love as like a sacred place, you know, where it's me and that other person. You know, I, I don't see myself loving or being in love. Like, I ain't quite there, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah, I, I, I can't. Saying. I can't do it. You know what I mean? And, I, and plus, I'm selfish. You know, I don't want to share nothing. I damn near don't even want to share my money. <laughs> so I mean, well, I don't want to share another human being. Right. You know, so I, I just, I, me personally, I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. But everybody different though. Yeah, yeah. Cause, I mean, because around this table, we got three different people who right. are into three thousand different things. Right. <laughs> you're the monogamous person, right? You the you you eventually polyamory type person if you could ever love anybody. So that's the problem for you. <laughs> you don't like me. Can we get to somebody I like first before the love? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, okay. So then the third type of relationship <laughs> is an open relationship. Now, an open relationship um, is a relationship that allows both partners to share physical intimacy 
with anyone they want, but they they reserve their emotional uh, intimacy for each other. Now that's me. That's because for me, and again, everybody different. For me, right. sex is almost a bodily function. Like it's something that makes the body feel good. I don't equate sex and love together. So for me, an open relationship will be the relationship that works best for me. Also, because you know, at the end of the day, men are all whores, and we don't. We <laughs> men are not all whores. Men are not all whores. Ninety-nine point nine percent of us are whores. I'm not a whore. We had talked this had discussion last year, last week. I'm not even to go back. I'm not even to bring this back. You can call it what you want to call it, but most men enjoy having sex. Oh, uh, that's being different than being a whore. Enjoy having sex is different than the whole. Okay, well, most men enjoy having sex, and they don't necessarily care who they're with, as long as if they check a few boxes. <laughs> what can we get an agreement on that? Mm. You get a little. I'm looking at you sideways. I've been looking at you sideways. You get a little close. I've been looking at you sideways for these last two shows. I just need you to know sideways. Look at look at me. However you like. How you feel about me is not my business. But but again. Because I don't really equate sex with love. It yeah. doesn't, it doesn't, you know, the rest is just a whole bunch of extra damn rules, you know. At the end of the day, I just feel like, I don't know, I feel like I should have been in like ancient Greece or some shit like that. So let me ask you this, with that though, like you don't ever have a fear of, let's say, you know, you had an open and then that your partner decides to go elsewhere. You don't ever have that fear of losing your partner to someone else? I don't. Um, I think, and this sounds weird, this may be the first time I've ever verbalized this to people, but for me, I, my heart has never really been broken. Like, I don't know what heartbreak feels like because a lot of times I think when people go into relationships, they give their all, and then when that person leaves, you kind of like left there broken. Right. A friend of mine, a good friend of mine, when I was in college, like, don't ever give them everything. Save a little bit for you. So I always save a little bit for myself. And my whole thing about, so the difference between love and just physical intimacy. If I say I love you, I really, really, truly love you. And that's something that will probably never really change unless you force it to change. Right. So if I'm with someone and they fall in love with someone else, then maybe that just wasn't the person for me anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's, and, and there's no hard feelings about it. Right. It's just one of those things where I wasn't everything that that person really wanted in that type of relationship. Mm-hmm. So would you say that's, would you fit, would you say that's a risk that you're willing to take or? Lack of a risk. I'm a risk taker. I'm a risk taker. The reason I say that though is like, what if that person is thinking, oh, well, if we're in an open relationship, what if they have their own type of insecurities where they may feel like you may not be exactly everything because you can't commit. You know what I'm saying? Well, that means commit. they don't need to be in an open relationship. Right. But I think that's the communication part of that is key. Right. And I think mm-hmm. people need to be honest. You know, the problem with us as human beings, we've spent too much time trying not to hurt other people's feelings instead right. of being honest with each other. Right. You know, and I feel like if you're really honest with that person and tell them what you want and what you like, I mean, you can make anything work. Right. Yeah, and I mean, to go along... I, Get with I'm with him one hundred percent when they're open relationship when both part both part parties are open and you know ready for that. But then um like when Tony said that 
you know, sex was just sex. It's physical, it's feel good. For him, it's that. There's another subset of people. Like me, I got, you know, I just can't have sex with anybody just because, you know, it's going to make me feel good or whatever. Because it's, if I'm not attracted to you in any kind of way, shape, form, or fashion, yeah, then I, it's not going to well, happen. Well, I'm not saying you find the first troll you see. No, but you're not, you're not saying that. But there are, I know people that if they if it's a hole, they don't, you know, go. I'm not so saying, I'm not saying that's you. I'm not saying I'm that's you. I'm not saying that's that's borderline. I'm not saying that that's you. Okay, but there are people, you know, and then when you are. <laughs> I, mean, I need to be able to look over and see you and not cringe. Uh, I, and, and you know, as my, I have an uncle that says you put a paper bag over their head and the, uh, the see you're at, and the rest of it is the same. Yeah. That's those people, you know, they're kind of straight, gay, or any, you know, no. it, turn off the lights. Uh huh, turn off the lights. <laughs> there, it's the rest of it is the same. You know, there. Well, like, oh Lord. I'm what sorry, was that? that was my phone and the head fell on the floor. When all these makeup out women be wearing, you just never know. Yeah, and so, you know, that goes to having those conversations and knowing what your aunt. Go ahead, come on, Ghost. When Tony said, you know, we um, don't communicate, a lot of times we people want to be with somebody else or want to be with somebody so bad, they agree to things that they're not comfortable with in order to appease that person that they're trying to be with. And so in the end, your relationship, either you're going to be uncomfortable the whole time because you gave them permission to do something that you were uncomfortable with, or, you know, they don't notice that you're uncomfortable and you, I I got to go. So, you know, it's just a matter of having that communication and doing I it. mean the, the, the truth the low T is have y'all in open relationships you I just mean, don't know. It, right. Let's so just talk about that. And I told my best friend she's rich, she said she wanna come on the show on the tape, but talk about these relationships. But you know, since she's been divorced, she has realized that there are not many faithful marriages. Over fifty percent of marriages end in divorce. Because when the the not the wait wait, wait 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 let me ask you this like think about your 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 group of friends mm-hmm. how many of your close group of friends are on their first marriage you know in my close group of friends I only have two that's married and that's you <laughs> and Haley. And Haley just, just got married. All my folks, we just I don't know what you have they, well, have, they been, have they been in marriages and it just went away? Or nope. Nobody was trying. Oh, and Frank. And Frank. And Jesus, two times. Two mm. times. She's got a, an interesting perspective on these relationships. Cause, and she don't mind me telling you, like, my best, this is why I can give you. Some different perspectives because dealing with her, her first marriage was a marriage of convenience. You had a baby and a nice man that was willing to adopt your baby and was taking care of you, you know, somewhat. You weren't totally um, pleased, but hey, I don't know if I can get in the better than this right now because I got this baby and whatever. So boom, that happened. But then in the midst of that happening, you think you have found that one that just swept yeah, the way on the greener on the other side. <laughs> and you let that one go <clears throat> and you move on to the next one. 
in a matter of months. And the people, you know, calling you all kind of names. So when I had, you know, for me, I'm going to be totally honest. If you somebody else told you your story, then right, you would say the same thing about them other people. Absolutely. But they don't know your story. <laughs> See, and that's what I'm saying. People don't know your story. You don't know theirs. You don't know why people do what they do in relationships and outside of relationships. Then got in this last one. Maybe he had pulled a wool over your eyes. <laughs> Crazy shit. Lied from the beginning, but didn't know to the end. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> but, you, but you just never know what people. And I think what y'all going back to me taking risks. I mean, I'm a risk taker. Like, I, I look at my, um, you ever did one of those personality profiles, like Greg Myers? I did I did three different ones yesterday and I'm a uh E N J T. I'll tell you what that but anyway, it's really, really like I really want you to do it. I'm gonna send you a link to, but I did right. three different ones. I did the same on all of them, except for like maybe the last letter or so. But with my with my personality profile, I am a risk taker. And when you are a risk taker, you know sometimes you win and sometimes you lose, and you right. just have to be okay with that. Uh, I really think that if I wasn't a risk taker, I wouldn't be where I am professionally right. and personally. Because I, a lot of people play stuff. My older sister, she plays everything safe. Like she ain't taking no chances. Like this type of could have a million dollars in the bank, <laughs> and you say, "Look, uh, let's play this lotto ticket for just one dollar. You may win three million. Mm-mm. I know <laughs> I got this million and ninety nine nine hundred ninety nine thousand ninety nine. I don't want that one my million. Right. So I mean, sometimes you have to take chances. But I also think you have to also have to take calculated chances. Right. And I think people don't do that. They just throw caution to the wind and move to New York and then they're going to be a big star. Right. But look, so anyway, that brings us to our first break. So we're going to take this first break and then we're going to come back and then do the last uh, couple of relationships and then we will see y'all on the flip side. This episode of Same Crap Different Day is sponsored by AIDS Alabama. AIDS Alabama is now doing free in-home HIV testing. That's, That's right. That's your Right. If you can't come to us, we'll come to you. Uh, a lot of people don't like coming into places to get tested. We will come to your house and test you there and give you results. In your car. Or the park. Wherever you want to meet us, we'll meet you there. At the beauty shop. <laughs> <laughs> you, you want to get tested, you can give us a call at 205-918-8184. That's 205-918-8184. That's awesome. Don't call myself. All right. So, welcome to... Welcome back. <laughs> welcome back <laughs> to Sandcraft Different Day. Uh, once again, thank y'all for listening. Y'all been showing out over there on our numbers. Like, we hit, like in the last two months, we probably had... As many listeners as we had from the beginning. So I'm kind of proud of that and proud of y'all for listening. Oh, thank you so much. Y'all still ain't sending us no information, no feedback. Derek literally coined somebody. Where were we at? Yeah, um, the thing, I was going to say Dave and Buster's. Uh-uh. Oh, oh, yeah, at, um, at Spare Time. Yeah, that over there. It's weird at this little game room called Spare Time in Trustville Friday night <laughs> celebrating my husband's <laughs> birthday party. And this girl that was there, who was it? You know I don't know nobody's name. That one's no, 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 no. It was Sharita. It was the uh, light skin. Oh, Dexter. Teresa. Our friend Teresa. Teresa McCollum. Teresa listened to all of our podcasts. Hey, <laughs> so Derek courted her in the corner and asked her uh, what she thought about it. And boy, she had some opinions. Oh, she told me. And I'm going to get my receipts, girl. <laughs> <laughs> she told him that the problem with him is when he argued with me, I have receipts, but he don't. <laughs> she was like, you know what you're talking about because you read it. You read it. <laughs> You ain't got no receipt. Nah, I'm going to slam it on your phone. 
Okay, so uh, so anyway, so we gotta go ahead and move <laughs> through these uh, last couple of relationships. We're talking about those. So the long distance relationship. Don't do it, catfish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> so so seriously, like seriously, like like like, like catfish, and I'm not gonna call it catfish. Catfish. No, no, no. I won't talk about you. I'm talking about catfish back in the uh, long distance relationship back in the day. So, you know, when you were a kid, if, like, say you live in Birmingham and you talking to somebody's cousin who live over in Hewittown, that's like a world apart. You might as well be in New York and LA. My best friend had uh, hooked me up with uh, his girlfriend's cousin when we were in high school. And, you know, and, and when you're young and stupid, you know, you say all types of stupid shit. So, like, me and this girl had been talking on the phone for like a month. And it got to the point where, you know, you, 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 you're 13, 14 years old. You just got the phone laying there. Y'all just listen to each other breathe. And, you know, then you get up. I love you. I love you too. So her dad lived in the subdivision behind where we live, right? And there was like this little path where we would go through there. I have been a bit of an asshole my whole life, I think. So nurse, nurse. <laughs> Was like, hey, you want to go see? I'm gonna call her Jane because I ain't gonna say her name. You know, like, you want to go see Jane? Her dad lives over behind y'all in the, in the neighborhood. So I'm like, yeah. So we go walking through there, and we start walking. I see this girl. Now his girl, his girlfriend was thick. Mm-hmm. Her cousin was thick. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck am I doing to this girl? Like she was thick, like real thick. And so we walking to him, and he said. Uh, hey, uh, this is my friend Fred. <laughs> Thank you to all of our fluffy listeners. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm an asshole at 13. But, um, boy, I lied so quick about what my name was. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I was like, shit. But, you know, that's what people do. Catfish, that's the new cat. Well, she wasn't catfishing me. Mm-hmm. But big girls have the best time the voices on the phone. Like, dude, that's most of the sex time for real. Yeah. I was almost saying something. Oh, I'm going to say something. Don't do it. Don't do it. But what the thing said the long distance is? We didn't say Well, I mean, it is basically long distance relationships as a relationship in which there is a physical distance between the partners. Between the partners. And they said some people actually have long distance relationships and live happily ever after. Yeah, that was um, um, one of the things I was watching. They were uh, married and they only saw each other like on the weekend. See, I would consider that, well, I guess that is long distance. He worked, did something somewhere like they actually, like he might have worked in New York and she might have worked in Wisconsin. And on the weekend, they all they both came. You know, me and my did that for a couple. We did that twice. We did it when I was working in Huntsville, and then once when I was working in Louisville. And I will say this: as much as I don't want somebody up under me all day, I at least need to know you're in another room. Yeah, <laughs> you know, at least need to know you're in the room. And you know what? That might work for me. It might work for you. I don't get. I got to see you every day. It might just don't get up here, got on my nerves. <laughs> you know. So uh, long distance, don't do it. I mean, I th- if it works for you, like, well, if it, it works work for, for you, it don't have to be a friend with benefits. Well, we're going to get to that in a minute. Oh, okay. All right, so I have forgot. That's coming on down. So, mm-hmm. our next one is casual sex relationships. Now, casual sex relationships, both partners agree to have sex with each other on a regular basis, and that's it. I thought um, that was a friend. Okay. No, those in casual sex relationships can be physically and or emotionally intimate with others 
Uh, so as long as both partners are okay with it. Okay. And also, casual sex relationships can only be exclusive, meaning neither person sleeps with anyone else while they are um, in a monogamous relationship without emotion. So, wait a minute. I don't know how, they, I don't know how I, to I, about I, that. Wait a minute. Because the end don't match the beginning. Right. It really doesn't. <laughs> The end don't match the beginning. You're in a relationship. Yeah. You, it just says, the beginning says you can have sex and stuff with other people, but then at the end, it says you got to be. Well, not, yeah, not. So this says it's a casual relationship. It's a physical and emotional relationship between two people who may have casual sex or a near sexual relationship. Oh, stop that Dating or a casual dating relationship. Is a physical and emotional relationship between two people who may have sex or near sexual relationship without necessarily demanding or expecting the extra commitments of a more formal romantic relationship. Okay, that makes sense. Makes sense. That makes sense. So, so, I, so they just sleep together just for shit and business. Basically, yeah. I'm okay with that. And it says casual sex or near sexual relationship. So you don't actually, you know, that can just be. So the other person in the, so the other people who, the other part of the open relationship are the people who are involved in the casual sex relationship. Yeah. 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 Okay, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. And so again, you got a little bit for everybody in that. That works. You have just that regular sex partner. Yeah, so that's just like your, like your maintenance man or maintenance woman. Oh! Wait a minute. Send your application. <laughs> not, this is not the kind of podcast. So we will not. What? I just said send your application. Somebody knows somebody. Okay, so that that's interesting. So the other part of the open relationship is pretty much the... Um, the, the casual sex relationship. Uh, so, what else we got? So, friends with benefits relationship. Okay, so, I, yeah, I need one to know the difference between the friends so with friends benefits. Friends with benefits. <laughs> it's, it's similar to a casual uh, casual sex relationship, but one important difference. An established platonic friendship, often friends with benefits, begins with two friends agreeing to act on a mutual sexual attraction outside of the sexual relationships Partners behave purely platonically. Usually, a friend with benefit relationship ends when one person or both partners start to date someone else. I've been to quite a few of those. And we all. <laughs> so, y'all just get together and you know. I had one of those. But other than that, y'all just friends. So, that's like having that best friend that y'all sleep together every now and then. I had one of those. I had several. <laughs> No, I yeah, just one. I've had several. Does that make sense though? Because, well, I can't take, cause cause what happened? I'm to go figure out what it is. Do not. Yeah. not. Be careful. I'm, I'm, I'm just letting myself out. I was going to say something tacky. And if you was going to say what you was thinking, <laughs> I was going to say we was going to tell this whole <laughs> thing down. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Anyway, um, so I. <laughs> Our last one, our last one, 
Unless it is a asexual relationship, and I just don't understand. Oh, that's when you just don't have no. You just not. What's the freaking point? <laughs> I mean, me and me and Rashad got an asexual relationship before. They like, what's the freaking point? I mean, that's just it's just just somebody you know, I guess. We got a shit. I don't know. These folks be doing too much, like serious. Right. They should just let that out. Like an asexual, like y'all just friends. Right. Y'all good juices. So, I mean, I want to go into this friends with benefits so just a little bit further. Okay. Because the, the caveat of that between the, the casual sex and the friend, you know, is the friend aspect of it. Right. And I just, do y'all think that would, some people say that messes a friendship up. But for me, like I said, that it goes to that, you know, beginning part where I really, be, I totally believe that you can have just a total physical relationship with somebody. Y'all can be cool on all levels. I don't want to be in a relationship with you, but hey, you know, we can get down because you attractive and, you know, like that to me. And way back in the day, Tony, I, I ain't, I didn't believe you then and I still don't know how I feel about it now, but you was like, you, you, you ain't gonna remember saying this, that, um, you don't think people uh, can like be really good friends with somebody they're not, you know, they're not, they're not attracted to on some kind of level. On some kind of level. Yeah. Okay. So you remember saying that? Yeah. Well, that was so long ago. But I was like, no. There, so I'm not talking about physical or sexual. It's something about everybody that you know that makes you want to be around them. It could be their mind. It could be that they're cute. And I'm not even talking about cute mm-hmm. in an attractive physical right. way. Like when I was younger, I had real bad self-esteem issues. Mm-hmm. And I like surrounding myself with pretty people. So all of my friends were the pretty people. Right. And I realized that most of them were just fucked up individuals. And it wasn't until my freshman year of, uh, no, my sophomore year of college, I met this girl and she was the absolute sweetest person I ever met. She she was not traditionally beautiful. I mean, she wasn't like, you know, when we think about traditional black beauty, we think about people like Lena Horne and, yeah. you know, Coretta Scott King was those light-skinned girls with the straight hair. She was a dark-skinned girl with a big nose, short hair. And now I tell you, she was probably the most beautiful person I've ever met because she just had something inside her that just shined. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize it at that point. But she kind of got me off of that Oh, my friends have to look like this. My friends have to do this type thing. Mm. So part of me was thinking that I was an ugly friend. So she kind of really helped me move past that. And I am grateful for her for that. So uh, what else we got? Oh, so that, what was your question again? About the uh, friends with benefits versus the casual friends? I mean, what, you know, some people say that messes the relationship up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, let me, so personal experience. Mm-hmm. So, personal experience with friends with benefits. Like, I've had, and I don't know if I really call them friends, they were just more like benefits because some of them we didn't hang out, we just got together. So I don't think that's, that's the casual sex. That's the casual sex. Now, for me, mine was an actual friend that, you know, we were around our group of friends all the time, but outside of that, we screwed regularly. And nobody ever knew, knew, it, knew about it because, you know, it wasn't when we was around the people, we just, and what's funny is, I tried that again later on in life, and that person got an attitude with me because I, 
I like they said I acted too well, like we didn't have anything, you know, going on. So they wanted people to kind of know. Basically, and you know, so that's where we you got that both people have to, you know, buy into what the hell goes. So you know, at the end, that right, look, you trying to do too much. That's what I said. That ain't what I said. Right, 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 right. That's what I said because I don't want you for all of that. (laughs) And I think that's one of the the um tricks to a friend with benefits in that they have almost everything that you would want in a partner except there's maybe that one or two things that just throw it all off. So, okay, so the one friend with benefits that I had, I think, I don't think of any, that was, yeah, that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> There's something about them that makes them not want to be your book. Yeah, he yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Now I think about it. He didn't really have no drive. Uh huh. It's something about yeah, it. I didn't want to be tied to that anchor. Mm-hmm. He was cool to kick it with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, I didn't see no future in that. At all. Yeah. Oh, that goes back to that potential. We were talking <laughs> about last week, we talking about the potential, you know, the potential where they're going to become. Like maybe they have the potential to cause this calamity in your life. So look, so that brings us to uh, our second uh, stop set. So we're going to stop this and go to a commercial. Then we'll come back and finish this out. And uh, see you on the flip side. Peace. This episode of Same Crap Different Day is sponsored by AIDS Alabama. AIDS Alabama is now doing free in-home HIV testing. That's right. That's your Right. If you can't come to us, we'll come to you. Uh, a lot of people don't like coming into places to get tested. We will come to your house and test you there and give you your results. In your car. Or the park. Wherever you want to meet us, we'll meet you there. At the beauty shop. <laughs> <laughs> you, you want to get tested, you can give us a call at 205-918-8184. That's 205-918-8184. That's awesome. Don't call myself. Okay, so we are back. Thank y'all again for listening. Uh, same crap, different day. Uh, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on whatever uh, platform you may be listening to. Oh, no. <laughs> so, so last week we talked about what makes a relationship. This week we talked about different kinds of relationships. So let's just say that you're in that relationship no matter what it looks like. The thing about relationships, we get so excited when we meet that person and they... Have us feeling warm and tingling inside. Then you went them for like two or three years, and then it's like, oh, here this bitch go again. I call it excitedly apprehensive. I'm excited about what can happen, but yet I'm apprehensive too. So what? So who was that? Oh, was it Regina Bell who had that song called uh, "After Love Has Lost Its Shine"? Uh, that's not my time. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You you need to find that song and listen to it. But it's, it's uh. It's uh after love is lost to shine, but it's it's it the words are you know true love will never die long after love is lost to shine. It's about you know how relationships start and then they kind of get old. Right. And, you know it's like and, and she says and and, and after it's all tired and worn and the newness wears off, we'll still be lovers long after love has lost its shine. But it's about how do you keep it fresh and how right. do you keep it going? Like what do you do when the relationship gets a little stale? Oh, you don't know. What do you do in the relationship? <laughs> Stay here. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. Rashad. I know one thing I will say. <laughs> I'm about to slap him. I'm about to slap him. You know, 
one thing we got to pay attention to when we think about things that get stale, that means you left something out, meaning that you didn't take the precautionary measures to put it back to where it was supposed to be. You didn't rip the zip. You know I mean, you ripped the zip. You wasn't careful. Mm-hmm. So I think it goes back to being strategically when you're planning things. So like when you know, you know, you with somebody you want to be with, you want to put that extra effort to make sure, you know, it's almost like, but it's like leftovers. You cook this meal, you got the filet mignon, you got the steak. You know what I'm saying? Seasoned, yeah, exactly. You yeah. don't just put it back in the microwave. It's something you got to put it back in the oven. You know what I'm saying? Wrap it up and treat it right. So one thing I know, I live by this concept. Every single day, I'm trying to win your heart. Every single day. And the reason is, it's going to make me, I did all this work to get you, so why the hell am I going to stop doing it? I'm going to lose you. And I feel like that's what a lot of people do. Like, they get into these relationships, then they get it, then they see, oh, well, I really don't like this person where I thought it was. And then they so, stop. okay, so I'm going I'm to kind of push back and agree with you all at the same time. I think that the biggest mistake that most people make is that when they get into a relationship, they become people that they aren't. And we talked yeah. about this before. Um, you know, and I think that that's a disservice, not just to you, but it's a great disservice to the person that you with. Yeah. Because they expect all this extra stuff and all this other extra. And then after about two or three years, he's like, well, I'm not getting that anymore. Yeah. Don't start, and then you're going to keep right. up. Right, don't start, and then you got you to keep up. I mean, like, so me, after 10 years of being in a relationship, you know, I, you know, sometimes we have to catch ourselves because it can get a little boring. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't think there's ever a moment that I'm looking at Bible like, well, I'm still with this motherfucker. <laughs> you know, because normally, like, I'm going to be honest, like, after about five years, that's it. Phew, yeah. I'm king of the three and a half of a year relationship. Yeah. If it, it might take me another year and a half to figure out how to get your ass, but after that, you know, so, but I mean, like, literally, being in a relationship with someone that you really, really love and really, really care about, you, you never get tired of them. Yeah. You always want to be with them or think about them or just have, like, the thing I like most about our relationship is I think we have a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, being, oh, God, once you get children, children change relationships. So, like, you know, that energy that you have yeah. now, you know, like I said, keep living. Yeah. It's, it's, it's great, and you, you, you'll, you'll continue to have it if the love continues, continues to burn. But then life happens and you get all these other things that require your energy and your attention. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes if you're not careful, the other person will feel a little bit neglected. And I can say that from my personal relationship. I know even now, sometimes Bobby may feel neglected. I mean, you know, I have a job that I love, so I'm doing that yeah. a lot. And he tapped him safe. I tried. <laughs> <I> tra- <laughs> <laughs> we all should be captain safe. But um, somebody got away. Everybody can't have a cake. I tried. <laughs> I, tr- I tried to. Um, I you know we got a child that we're raising. You know I travel a lot. You know and just have an overall at the life. You know and sometimes you have to like okay let's stop, let's do a date night, or let's just take a trip just us. Right. You know things like that. It's really once again once the relationship evolves and grows and matures. You're going to have to find some other ways to try to keep that spice there. Yeah, I think with me, though, it's just I, I kind of, I plan ahead, you know, and, and I know it's like listening to, it's like I look at relationships, like I look at you and Bobby, I look at other successful relationships I know, and I'm like, and I think to myself, how are they still, how are they still going, okay? I see they do this, I see they do that. Okay, so let me implement that, you know what right. I'm saying? It's like I, I'm a learner as I'm watching, you know, I also look at someone like Derek, no, not not saying I want to be like him. Not not saying I want to be like Derek, <laughs> but the way the way Derek handles things, I know Derek is gonna stay true to himself. He's gonna he's not gonna he's not gonna care what you think. He's gonna do he's gonna do what he want to do. And so I take a piece of that. I take a piece of how y'all relationship is, and then I look at it and say, okay, how can I apply this to my life? 
And I think the thing is, most people don't, they don't, they look at the good. See, I don't want to look at the good. I want, I want to see the bad. The sad part about it is that most people don't have models that they can. Right. I mean, you yeah. are fortunate that you have models right. that you can look at. A lot of us, especially a lot of black people, right. a lot of black kids have no idea what a relationship is supposed to be like. Therefore, they end up in these abusive relationships. Right. They end up in being taken advantage of. Or that's the right relationship that they saw. Because that's the relationship mm-hmm. that they saw. Right. That's exactly the relationship, what the relationship that they saw. They saw so. so from the outside looking in, to me, it's like, you know, a sports team. They don't really have to be sports, but a team uh, when it comes to relationships. And from the onset, um, when you got a team, some team got all good players. Oh, boom, relationships awesome. Some teams got some good players, some not so good players, one side or the other. So once you actually get into that game or whatever, you have to get your plays that work for you. Right. And because every team is different, they got every different strengths and weaknesses, they have to use those plays that work for them. Right. And it's not going to look the same for everybody. For everybody. So your relationship not going to, you know, maybe a gay relationship, straight relationship, whatever. They're not going to look the same because y'all got different stuff going on and different strengths and weaknesses. Right. But then, you know, like when Tony said, you know, a kid may come into a, come into play. Somebody makes more money. Somebody makes less money. You know, all those different things. A team has to adjust to what's going on and what some relate people in relationships I see don't want to or don't like to adjust, especially if their adjustment makes them uncomfortable. Plus I don't think people know how to adjust. Right. They they get stuck in that routine that they've been doing and mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's like, well, I just gotta keep doing this because yeah. I don't know anything. Yeah, this works. This has been working and that and I think that's part of the problem. This this is what we've been doing all along and this is what's right. been working. So, you know, now you just throw it off and, you know, they're not adjusting to it to make the current situation work. Right, right. And sometimes that's what not what they do. They don't work to, you know, what's going on in the current situation. Now, either I wanted it to work out how I wanted it to be or in 10 nothing. years. Uh, yeah, either I, I, it's going to be this or I don't want it to be anything. Not working toward, you know, that because in that you're looking at their potential. But if you're not there, you haven't reached your potential. Right. So and, and, and bring it all home, dude. Well, I'm just saying that just from the outside looking in, like we said, we're looking for somebody to fulfill and complete us, and that what we want for ourselves. And if they're not, they don't, it doesn't look like they're giving that to us, or they are on the road to giving us get to us. Okay. Then they gotta, yeah, basically okay. gotta go. Right. This isn't yeah. going to work. And you know, I'm on the, I'm in a group, uh, '80s group or whatever on Facebook. And they come like they do just random questions. So um, one guy put on he he asked you know guys if you could say anything to females that you you know you would like them to change or do differently in the relationship what would it what would it be right? And the guys were going down you know they were <clears throat> putting on their you know what they would like to do differently what they would like to see differently. Some uh, females you know they was you know come in you know taking notes. Right. You know, a lot of some, a couple of them said, "Ooh, I ain't know y'all thought it like that," but you know, I can see. But then there was the majority that were, you know, basically justifying why I do this is why I do what I do. 
But I'm telling you, that makes me uncomfortable or I don't like that. And right. that pushes me away on both ends. So, you know, it's just a matter of, well, this is what I'm going to do and this is how I'm going to be. That's why you ain't about yourself. And that's why you, and you know, partly I can say that's me right there. I've been certain things I'm not going to make a compromise that's with myself thing. and with other people. <laughs> you got to be honest. You got, there's one thing I like what Rashad said, you know, they might, you, you are true to yourself. And a lot of people, I think even people who are like, who are intransigent about changing. I think even if they were true to them to their real selves, even those people, like I don't think you're never gonna find anybody. I just think you just gotta put up with all bullshit from people, therefore you would rather be by yourself than being involved with some bullshit. Tori told me yesterday they're out there, they just Yeah, you just gotta you know, <laughs> So they get she said they get ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <They're formation. laughs> All right, so look, this kind of wraps up this episode of Same Cat Different Day. This is our twenty second episode. Yeah, yeah, I'm really liking this every week thing too. So um, we still gonna continue to tweet, tweet the sound. We got this new microphone, so we're gonna see what it sounds like, and they have to make some adjustments. Y'all bear with us. But um, anything before we go, there. Get your team together. <laughs> Get off the side. <laughs> I'm trying to put me a team together. <laughs> And I will say, man, in in the in relationships, it's always about trial and error. You know, it's okay. You may meet somebody that ain't the one. Right. Fine. You're gonna maybe find somebody else. Just keep just keep looking. But you know what my thing I say this when people look for relationships, like those people who are looking for relationships, after right. they're looking for relationships, they find that first person and they think they're gonna make everything happen with them. And I tell people all the time, you call me a hoe, whatever, but you gotta kiss a lot of frogs when you find that right. prince or princess. And the problem is, some of y'all hold on to these frogs too long. Right. You can kiss this bitch right. 11 times, and it's still a frog. Throw it back in the pond and get right. somebody else. And that's why a lot of people are, um, they don't, they are enemies with their exes. Yeah. Because you stayed in a relationship you too long. Right you person. knew it wasn't going to work, but you waited on them to do or say something that was going to make you mad to say, just well, me. I need to let, you know. Throw the frog. Throw the frog. Say, hey, that was me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was me. That, that, that one. Now, that other one, you I'm saved. Now, nah, nah, you saved me on that one. You told me. We should pull up at three in the morning. Man, I'm crazy. She got to go. Yeah, you go. Because you were so happy. Like, like, she came up at three like, in the morning. My first, my first one, yeah. <laughs> my first one, I just kept hanging on to. You know what I'm saying? Because I ain't know how to end. That's y'all love. You know what I'm saying? And then when it finished, you know, old folks too. When, when I set myself free, <laughs> I, was just like, I was just like, wow. Yeah, it's, it's life after this. You know, so when, when you see it, yeah, when you see it ain't gonna work, don't let it, let it go. Don't let it build up. Don't let it build up. But we're supposed to be telling everybody back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll holler. We'll see y